choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, you got with you today, the Knucklehead Steven. And I'm excited. We've got, uh, we've got Chance with us today. And Chance, uh, Chance is coming all the way from West Texas, way out there in, with the tumbleweeds and the, and the oil tycoons, right? How's, uh, how, is, how is the Odessa Permian, that, the Permian Basin? How, how's it treating you out that way? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. We, we, out here we say we're, we're the wind blows and the oil flows. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, so oil prices aren't tanking right now. So everybody's pretty happy when you go, when you go to the grocery store. No, 100%. Well, uh, first of all, we appreciate you coming to the show. What we do here at Knucklehead is, is this. We, we share about mistakes. We share our mistakes. We share some of the failures, the screw ups, uh, the things that, quite frankly, uh, when you're going as hard as somebody like you, uh, who's self-employed, you get a, uh, a small business out that way. Um, there, there are things. There's just the don't knows what you don't know, right? And I've heard I've heard some people break it down that way, and and quite frankly, those learning lessons or those lessons learned couldn't go can go help somebody else. Uh, a lot of times, though. It's we don't we're not provided an opportunity to share those, share those mistakes, share those screw ups, share those those failures because quite frankly it's difficult to talk about. They're not they're not they don't they don't really net you out of return. But quite frankly, if you didn't make them, you probably would be down this path of an eventual cliff where you just fall off until you screw up. We it's funny how mistakes have a way of orienting us back to where we need to go. Would you agree? Oh, man, couldn't have said it better myself. It, it, you know, pain is is the best teacher there is, right? So, so you look at it. Let, let's say you were to look at it from from kind of like a let's say like a uh, a prehistoric kind of framework, right? I, 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 there there's there's a lot of leadership things you can learn from kind of our caveman days, right? So, so regardless of of kind of what you believe about how the world came to be, we all know there was a time when we were running from lions, and and to run, you know. And so we had to figure out, hey, if I get if I get attacked and mauled by a cougar, it's gonna hurt, right? And so so the next time we're like, man, you know what? I'm gonna go run. So if I get chased, I can maybe outrun him. And so so it's the same thing we do today. Uh, instead of being attacked by a, a lion, it might be uh, losing twenty thousand on an investment or, or whatever it is, you know, whatever those scars are. But they make us who we are. So man, I, yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So it's, it's interesting how we always equate things back to an adventure and an adventure where we stubbed our toe an adventure where uh, we got, we got our knees scraped a little bit. It's uh, those are the ones that we don't really want to share. However, those are always the most beneficial, right? Um, It's interesting. So tell people a little bit about, about your background. I mean, because quite frankly, people don't just accidentally fall into a career uh, being a tax consultant, right? And quite frankly, the, just the word tax consultant in a way you almost want to like roll over and lean off your chair. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I, I want to go out and do my business. I don't want to go out there and talk about all these numbers and everything else. Tell people a little bit about you and your story. Yeah. So, uh, man. Yeah. So I grew up in a little town in North Texas. Um, so my dad, uh, was, was disabled. So he's a veteran. So he was actually in the air force and my granddad is in the military as well. Um, so yeah, so my dad, mom and dad split up when I was about a year old. Um, and so, so yeah, my dad was, dad was a disabled veteran kind of trying to make it in all these businesses, right? All this stuff. Uh, mom was in ministry. And so if you've ever been around ministry or any cause related organization, you know, they don't pay much. <laughs> and, uh, 
And so, so yeah, so man, um, so dad, you know, dad was a terrible businessman. Absolutely terrible. Never made any money. Now, and, and, and so, yeah, interesting. I know, but um, terrible businessman. But yet he, he, from, from such a young age, he groomed me. Um, he, he was always grooming me, always, you know, teaching me stuff that, that, that most times kids don't get exposed to. And so, so dad, my dad actually had a tax firm uh, back in the 80s down in Houston. And, and so, so, yeah, a lot of people, don't, even some of my closest friends don't even know that. Um, and so I remember being like, I remember this one instance, I, was, I, was, I, was, I couldn't have been older than seven years old. And so I was seven, and I remember I could, I could show you in the house where dad showed me this. So he sat me down. And we were talking about how to how to create a corporate structure to as a holding company for your vehicle. So the vehicles, you know, two or three vehicles of the family, how to create the corporate structure for that, and then the tax implications of that, right? And I'm like, I'm like, Dad, I'm just, I just want to go outside and play football on the street, you know? Like, like what are we like? Why are you telling me about about corporations and tax right? Are you kidding me? All right, so. After you like were done eating your Fruit Loops that day, and he and he gave you this lesson, this lesson, what got you interested in it, or did he have your attention at that time? Yeah, the last thing he had was, was my attention. The only reason I was listening to it is because I didn't want to get I didn't want to get in trouble, you know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. I like that. Honestly. Yeah. So so fast forward. Like, okay. So let's fast forward. Um, you know, let, let, let's 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 let, let's kind of fast forward to today, right? So today, right, I have I have three. Three, three different businesses, all cash flowing every month, um, right? So I keep overhead really minimal, uh, right? I've got a little real estate kind of thing going. So, so man, I have a, man, have you seen my wife? Uh, I don't know. I still don't know how I got that one. All right. I got, my, my wife is like, an, you know, she does acting and is so talented. Um, and I'm just blown away by her like every day. We've been married a, a little over four years. I got a three-year-old son, um, right? I mean, I live with freedom. I get to travel, I get to do all this stuff. Um, but man, you know, so that's today, but it, it, it definitely didn't start out like that, you know? Well, it's interesting. So I, we wanted to fast forward to, from the, the thing that your dad shared with you to where you are today. It, listen, I, listen, I, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, uh, to mince words here, but there had to have been at some point in time prior to you being able to marry the woman of your dreams and being married to her for four years having three separate uh, cash flowing businesses, right? One of them in real estate and having a, a son. What did you screw up? Where, where along the way did you say, hey, listen, oh, geez, Louise, I just woke up from a, a night out of, of too much. I don't even know where you went to school, but let's just say you went to school and you had a little bit of fun. Uh, like, wait, let's, talk about, let's talk about the things that you screwed up along the way. Well, I think we're only scheduled for an hour. Yeah. Do you have a couple? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those situations. Man, yeah, shit. Where do we want to start? Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, you know, study business management at uh, a little a small Division two school in, in Stephenville, so it's called Harlem State University. Uh, so, man, that that <clears throat> that place treated me so well. I mean, um, we had a lot of success there, um, but a lot of people don't realize I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life. Let me ask you this then. What would you have done differently? What would you have done differently? Man, um, I would have I would have got around the right men to mentor me sooner. My whole freshman year uh, essentially was just chasing girls and partying, um, you know. And and sophomore year we kind of started having some success, and it was because because I had the right guys in my corner. Then you know, 
um, there was a there's a Christian men's society that 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 I got to be a part of called the Charles Men's Society, and and you know it's it's it transformed who I was around, so it transformed me by, as a byproduct. Um, so man, yeah, you know I think some of the some of the biggest um, you know some some of my biggest mistakes. Well, taxes. The reason I got back into taxes was because of a huge mistake. Okay, so I had this apparel company, right? I had this collegiate apparel company. So we, we did licensed collegiate apparel. I still have it. Um, and so we do universities and nonprofits. That's who we do. Give money to scholarships, all this cool stuff. So I was making some money in it, right? Yeah, like it was my first business. Were you in college at the time? Yeah. So I started it while I was uh, my last year uh, at in Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell, walk people a little bit through the operations side. Yeah. So, um, so essentially, you know, I ended up being student body president at Tarleton, all this stuff, right? So I knew all these people that were buying all these shirts and all this stuff and I was buying shirts and it sucked. It was miserable. Like it took forever. They were expensive. The quality was terrible. Uh, and no one really understood what I was going through as a student. Like I'm trying to like study for my accounting final. I can't follow up with some guy three times to make sure he gets his stuff. And so, so I said, man, this kind of sucks. So I found this guy in Dallas um, that had done some orders for me and stuff. And I said, hey, let me just come sell for you. And so, so I just essentially did contract sales and that eventually evolved into me creating um, my own service. So, so, you know, the cool thing about that little business, uh, my overhead is less than 1% a year in that business. And so I essentially bring resources together and then the client is, is, is pleased with the product. And so, so it was starting to make a little money, right? I was starting to, starting to kind of crank it out a little bit of my first business. I was kind of trying to bunch of stuff out. And I remember I went to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went to H and R Block. <laughs> I can't even. Oh my God, I can't even say. <laughs> I went H and R Block, and I was gonna have to pay taxes. I was like, I've been paying taxes all damn year. What are you talking about? And the guy, you know, the guy there was trying to help help me, but I couldn't hardly understand him. I didn't really understand what was going on, uh, and I damn sure didn't want to pay. I didn't have any money to pay. Uh, and, and so I remember, I remember getting home from that. I was telling my wife, like, oh, I just don't get this stuff. I was scared to death of the IRS. I was scared to death of, of messing up my corporate structure. I didn't know what a DBA or EIN, I didn't know any of this stuff. And, and I, I remember my wife, you know, talking to my wife about it and just feeling just like defeated, uh, just feeling like dumb and just ignorant. And, uh, and so, yeah, so it just kind of clicked one day that, Hey, you know what, this tax thing just cost me, you know, I think it was like 500 bucks. I just, it just cost me 500 bucks. Um, I feel pretty, con- I, you know, I, I feel like I can, I'm going to make, I'm going to make, I know I'm going to make more than this one day, you know, um, man, maybe I should figure this whole little tax thing out. Yeah. When you only have, when you only have $300, $500 is a heck of a lot of money, right? So it's, it, it you can take away the number and you can, and when you start, when you start essentially um, uh, putting exponentials on whatever that number is, like I was talking to somebody about, you know, a hundred thousand dollars is a rounding error in their business. Now it's not a big deal. However, a hundred thousand dollars for their business within the first few months of their organization, it was a huge deal. I mean, it was, it was the difference between making payroll and not. And what you're talking about is you're talking about the kind of the emotional ramifications of just not having the answer when, how else are you supposed to know until you make the mistake? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until you until you get slapped in the face with a, either a tax bill or somebody you can't understand who's responsible for filing these things. So what'd you do? So yeah, so I said, um, and I was actually working through Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I think chapter six or seven in there, 
talks about that it's called the history of taxing. So I was reading, it was, it was funny, the timing of it, right? So, so I had dad teaching me all this stuff growing up, right? Telling me how to structure stuff. And I was like, okay, dad, whatever. So now I actually have a business. So I'm paying 39.3% in taxes. And then right about the same time too, I get hit with the tax bill. And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad's uh, chapter on taxes. And it just clicked. It just clicked that I know I'm going to make some money one day. I better get this tax thing down, figured out now so I can prepare for it. How long ago was that? That was, that would have been four years ago. Okay. So four years ago, you get hit with a $500 tax bill. It motivates you enough to where you go um, find the answer that your dad gave you years and years ago, right? But you didn't pay attention to it at the time. One, because, I mean, you're seven. I mean, let's give you a little bit of slack here. Uh, (laughs) But at the same time, you're kind of going through this whole turmoil of, you know, you know, your dad's kind of at the tail end of things, but you're also in the new kind of at the genesis of this new idea, right? I mean, no longer just slinging t-shirts. You're actually starting to sling, um, quite frankly, savings, uh, solving people's problems of, hey, what you don't know at this point, you can actually provide a solution for people. Um, we don't even, we need to get into the, get into the fact that uh, you were going through some personal change also with, you know, the fact that you're, that your father was going um, going through some struggle at that time. Or why don't you talk a little bit about how that process worked out in conjunction with the starting of your new business? Yeah. So, you know, dad's dream for me was always to, to be in business. You know? So, so, so dad, um, you know, dad was actually really always there for me emotionally. Oh, I mean, he would call me almost every day. Um, all of that. So, so, you know, um, you know, my, so my dad passed away this last May. And so, you know, a lot of this, this is a fresh, this is a really, you know, it's been nine months or so. Uh, so, you know, I'm still processing all of this stuff. Um, it's not an easy thing to go through when you have somebody like that, that you can rely on for, for not just for answers, not just a, a father, but just a mentor. You have the ability then now to provide a solution for a lot of these small business owners who, I mean, they're personally vested. I mean, literally their, their livelihood is is contingent upon them filing and actually doing it in a way that actually uh, keeps money in their pockets. And, and somebody taught you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're man. Um, so, so at first I didn't really give a shit about anyone else. <laughs> I, I just wanted to save my own money, you know, not that I didn't. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, that's not a bad thing. People, people are, that's quite frankly, that's what, what people want. People want, Hey, get your hands off my stuff. Yeah. Let me take care of my own here. I want to keep my money. You know, I'm, I'm working my ass off of this stuff. And uh, so, so I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of slow down. On the, I'm going to slow down on the apparel business because I know it's there. I know we're going to do good. So that's fine. Uh, I'm going to kind of switch gears and kind of look at this tax thing. So I, so I live here in Odessa, right? So I was, I think I was 21, whatever, however old I was, had, you know, kid on the way, making 36 grand a year. Uh, I just hired a business coach for $12,000. My wife's pregnant, you know, we're about to buy a house. I, we're living behind my, my in-laws, you know, the most screwed up kind of scenario you can imagine. And I started knocking on every CPA's door in town saying, hey, uh, I don't know anything. I want to learn the sack still. I'll volunteer. And I think I went to like five different firms. Uh, and one of them, I, I, I was so, I, I, I think I, I pestered them enough to where I got a meeting with the owner. and said, hey, hey, I don't know much. Uh, but I know I want to figure this tax still out. And so, so they said, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it was the middle, the beginning of tax season that year. And they said, okay, we'll get you trained up and, and, uh, and you, you know, you'll learn some stuff. And I said, y'all don't even have to, they ended up paying me, which I was like, I was like, I'll do this for free. Like I'll pay you to do this. 
Um, and so, but I was working full time, right? So I was still, you know, I was still uh, on the grind, so to call. Uh, so what I would do is, is I would, I would usually get there at about 6.30 in the morning. So I'd get to the firm at about 6.30. Uh, I'd work until, until like 7.47, 7.48, the moment I could leave uh, to get him a full-time job by eight o'clock, right? Uh, and then, and then at lunch, I would work on my tax or on my apparel business. Then I'd work till six, go home and eat dinner and then be back at the, back, be back at the tax firm until eight or nine o'clock at night. Right. And so, so that's where I cut my teeth and that lasted about two weeks. I was going to say, probably not too long. So, so I got an email one day. I got an email one day. So early December is when I started that. I got an email. They were going to pay, they were paying me like 15 bucks an hour. I was like, Hey, I'll do this for free, all this stuff. I got an email from the owner and said, Hey chance, um, nothing against you, but this isn't going to work out. I was like, I was, I remember I was in New Mexico. I was devastated. I was like, this is my way out. Like, this is how I don't have to pay taxes. Like, uh, and so I was like, Hey, like cut my pay. Don't pay me. I'll just, I'll just show up. And, and all this stuff. And, and he basically said, hey, you don't know enough to really help us. So even if we're not paying you, we don't want to spend the time training. Uh, and so, so I said, okay. Um, so, 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 that, so that kind of led to a journey of, of a lot of self-education, right? I would spend so every morning at the gym, everybody else listening to like pump up music and all this. I'm literally listening to see the, boring, the most boring CPA you can imagine talking about tax. I'm like doing deadlifts. I'm doing deadlifts, learning about 1031 exchanges. You know, like <laughs> you're kidding. That's unbelievable. First of all, that you would be listening to that and doing deadlifts. I can think of very few things that can give you the motivation. Uh, that being one of them, you're in a position where you had mentioned being uh, in a different state whenever you got the call that you were no longer going to be allowed to come back to that uh, to the CPA firm. Um, going through this journey of, of self education. Were you able to latch your or hitch your hitch your wagon up to another mentor or somebody else that could help you along the way? Yeah, so um, so there's a gentleman out of uh, who so my, it's my partner firm in Dallas. Um, he had done my taxes the year before, and I just he, he's a really interesting. I actually man, so he is actually uh, he was in the Marine Corps. Um, so he he so really cool story. His name is James Aquila. Uh, so Aquila Financial there in uh, Dallas. Uh, so he came from, he, he, his parents brought him from Africa when he was 10 years old. Uh, so he, he got here, he got to America when he was 10, graduated high school, went in the Marine Corps, and then became a financial planner and then started seeing this tax deal and got in the tax world. And so he had done my, he had done my taxes the year before. And I said, man, I really want to learn this stuff, you know? Um, and he said, Hey, I've got, we've got a training coming up. What if you just come to the training? It's, you know, a little investment, but why don't you come to the training and then you can, you can file returns under me and I'll just kind of teach you the stuff and you can do it for other people so you can learn it for you. That's exactly what you were looking for. That's interesting. So this, this is several years ago now. And so you've gone through a few, uh, a few um, seasons of, um, of kind of the, the, the hurry uh, that is tax season for, for businesses, uh, but it never stops, right? It's, it's always just, a, it's just a matter of amplified. So some, sometimes it's amplified and the noise is way loud and sometimes it's a little bit quiet, but it never stops. So talk to people a little bit about, uh, you know, an example uh, of one of your clients, what some of these lessons taught you and how you were able to work with your clients this way. Yeah. Um, you, you've heard the term, the more you make, the more you spend, right? Yes. 100%. Yeah. There's a, there's another term to that. The more you make, the more you spend dot, dot, dot in taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting taxed at 30% and I thought that was rough. I was like, man, this is terrible. So, um, so yeah, so like to, just to give people some, some perspective 
uh, most people don't realize the weight of taxes because no one gets into business to learn taxes, and I damn sure didn't. But the but but also it's 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 hard to realize until you see some true numbers, uh, some real life examples of the power it makes, right? So so I just had a client actually so the whiteboard behind me has some numbers on it. So that's so we're we're building out a strategy right now for a client. So this client um, is in the food industry, okay. Um, they do so they did 1.2 million in, in revenue and they did about about 500,000 $540,000 in profit. Any any of my you know any of my entrepreneur friends would would kill for $540,000, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so so here but you know here's the reality, their tax rate is 50 as as of right now, so we're going to look we're changing some few things. Their tax rate is 52.3%. So they made a lot of money and they didn't expect it, right? Which happens to a lot of people. So their tax bill, as of as of today, they are going to owe the IRS two hundred eighty-two thousand and and uh, yeah, two eighty-two four twenty. So two hundred eighty thousand dollars of that is going to go to Uncle Sam. For for there's there's a historical book uh, that you and I've I've both uh, become familiar with. It says, "For lack of wisdom, men perish." Right? And they just they just don't have it. They don't have any plan. They don't have any strategy. They don't even have any, have anyone to walk them through. The ta- what happens when it comes to making good money because they're making great money um so so just by restructuring some things and, and you know getting putting our nerd glasses on and getting in there and doing our thing and our estimate already just right now so they were going to pay two hundred eighty-two thousand dollars. that's their tax bill um so now it looks like we're estimating that we can actually get that, that down to about a hundred and ten thousand um and that's actually only from two strategies and just to think there you are, a seven-year-old, ignoring your dad as he's telling you this stuff. <laughs> All right. So um, a year ago, a year ago, whenever he was around, um, what would he have told you? What do you think he would have said? <laughs> yeah, he would. Uh, he would have put his big bear claw hands on me and and said, "Chance, I'm so proud of you." Yeah. Well, that's that's good. That's good. Well, I see you got. Um, I see you got a guitar behind you. What is it? What is it about the way that you're you're getting your message out there that's different about uh, maybe it's that CPA firm that you volunteered with there for a little while? I mean, what, what's the difference between you and them? Man, CPAs are some of the most um, gifted and intellectual people that are I've ever met. Right? Most, uh, I mean, I've I've three three mentors that are all CPAs. I've got a partner in this tax business that's a CPA. Um, they're incredible people. <clears throat> They've never run a business. They they don't know the feeling they don't know the feeling a business owner has when when you're saying man I have five thousand dollars in my account right now or two thousand I need to put eighty percent of that in my business and if it doesn't work I guess I'll figure it out they've never experienced that emotion right so so I'm I, so I'm not a tax guy as much as I am a, a business guy who figured out some tax stuff. Well, that tax stuff that you're talking about, uh, there's a bunch of business folks that are out there that haven't had the tax stuff education, right? So bridging the gap between what you didn't know, right? The third category of what you don't know, you don't know. How valuable do you think maybe a a 30-minute call would be with somebody like you for some of those business owners that just don't know what they don't know? Man, um, so so yeah, so we we set up what what we call a strategy session. So so within about thirty minutes uh, of of a focused conversation, uh, looking at the numbers, I, I, we can we can estimate about how much you're going to pay in taxes, and we can estimate with a couple strategies what that might be able to save you. And so it's just a really linear, it's a very linear equation. Hey, 
you know, I'm going to say like, so if you're making, let's say you're making a half million dollars a year, you're overpaying right now in taxes, you're overpaying by about 50 to $100,000. It's a huge range. It's a huge range. I mean, the longer that you keep the conversation going, obviously, the more tight you can get with and precise that you can uh, with those numbers. But that's, that's, a, that's a conversation worth having, right? That's a conversation that you want to continue to have and it's a service that you provide. Yeah. So, so, you know, the key thing, so a strategy session, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a complimentary consultation, right? So we don't charge for it. Um, we definitely could, and, and we may one day, but as of right now, we don't charge for this. Um, and so the, the, the key thing for a business owner to walk away with after our time together is a, is a firm understanding of where they're at with taxes right now and how much they're overspending. And, and not only that is, Hey, if I save that money, what can I put it into? Because we're not saving someone $20,000 in the tax bill for them to go get a box office suite at the Cowboy Stadium, right? We're, we're The key, so, so what we do different is, is not only do we, we go in and help save the tax money, we help build a strategy around what are we going to do with that money? You know, what if, what if that $20,000 we put back into marketing? What could that, you know, what could $20,000 of, of dollars in marketing do for a company, a young company, right? So they were going to pay it to Uncle Sam. Now they're getting to reinvest it. Or maybe there's there's some some conferences they want to go to. Maybe there's some trainings. Maybe they want to hire a business coach. Whatever it is, they get to put it back in business. And so it's like you're it's like you're literally giving yourself a loan from 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 Uncle Sam that you never have to pay back. That's interesting. It's interesting. And it's it's not even something. So the reason why we we say knucklehead get some wins is the the process that you went through after you got let go from your the CPA firm was you decided to get some wins because when you're making $36,000 a year, you just invested 12 of that into a business coach and you got a baby on the way and you're married and your wife's going, what in the heck are you going to do? You got to start getting yourself some wins. You got to start small and start kind of digging yourself out of the hole that you didn't even realize that you were in before. You were just teetering on the line of about ready to go through the process of failure. And uh, there's, there's no more isolating feeling out there that when somebody who's most important to you is now gone, that everything's riding on you. That's a lot of pressure. However, you can't be a beta about the process either. You got to be, you got to be alpha. You got to go out there and be willing to go put yourself out there and screw up because you know, you know, people will. It's all part of the process. And you know, for me, for me, business is a crucible, right? So, so I look at business as a crucible and so a crucible, you know, you grind things in it, right? And you refine things in a crucible. And so that's really what, that's what business is for us, right? My goal in life is not to become this unbelievable businessman. My goal in life is to become, become a, a man that, that, that someone can look to for, for wisdom and advice and, and, and mentorship, right? How I get there is through business. Because when you, when you become good at business, you become good at life. Yeah. I mean, it's, it does, whether people want to, to talk about it uh, openly or not, it, it is what makes the world go around. It's, literally what makes the world go round. So uh, we appreciate you taking some time. Uh, anything else that, well, let's do this. How can people find you? How can people get in touch with you? I mean, help people connect with you. Yeah. Um, slide into my DMs on Instagram. <laughs> Mostly because that just sounds funny to me. Um, <laughs> so so my, uh, we have the Kingsman, you know, Kingsman Consulting Instagram and Kingsman Consulting Facebook. Those are boring. Come, come hang out with me, right? I like, I like to, clients I work with are, are my friends. Like, like those are the people that I want to work with because I spend a lot, we spend a lot of time together. 
Um, so my Instagram is just at Chance Serta. So C-H-A-N-C-E, like take a chance. And then Serta is spelled C-E-R-D-A. So at Chance Serta. Um, and so, yeah, hang out with me there. I'm always posting um, a mix of, of funny stuff and, uh, and, 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 and relatable stuff when it comes to taxes. So, you know, you asked the question earlier about, about a lot of CPAs. Uh, you know, what's the difference? I understand that taxes are boring, right? And I also understand the power of taxes. And so, so I, I, my, my job is to get, some, to get your attention so I can share you one little thing that's going to save you five grand. Because if I can do that, I've, I've, I've won, right? I've got some wins. Uh, and you have too. And so, uh, so we try to balance that, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a recovering entrepreneur that, that kind of figured out this tax thing a little bit. So. All right, Chance. Well, we appreciate you taking some time today. You, now, you mentioned Kingdom. Kingdom Ministry. What's the name of the What's the name of the business again? I'm going to screw this up. Yeah. So, so it's uh, so our um, our professional title is KM Consulting, but really it's 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 Kingsman Consulting. So we want men to be the king of their own kingdom. So so kind of like don't be beta for me. It's don't be a jack, right? We've all got our queen, and we can be a jack or we can be a king. And so um, and so yeah. So it's it's called Kingsman Consulting. I like it. Very good. All right. Well, people can get in touch with you. They can slide into your DMs over there at Chase, uh, at Chance Serta. So, uh, all right. That's one way to that, that's one way to do it. So, for those of you who are listening, we are going to include in the show notes, and we are going to include in these messages that go out a way that you can actually access more information. Right. So it's not just more information to what he's talking about, the consultant. We're talking about the idea of having an, a separate business tied to your business that owns your cars. These 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 aren't uh, you know, pie in the sky type of strategies that that uh, that do not work. These are tried and true, tested strategies that have actually helped people uh, own the things that he's talking about. Now, they they do require some more explanation, and so chances what he's going to do is he's going to he's going to put together some material. And what we're going to do is we're going to provide access to those of you who want it in the show notes, and then obviously attached to some of these uh, the way that we get these messages out. So we we encourage you go take a look. Go take a look. And, and if you want to find out more, you know how to get in touch with Chance. So just as a, as a special exclusive here for the Knucklehead audience, that's what he's going to do. So it's a, it's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool uh, tip of the cap uh, from him. And we appreciate you. Chance, anything else that you want to leave these guys with? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think the, the training will be really helpful, you know. And, and, and if you want to take a closer look, if you are at a place where you don't, you don't even know what to expect from your tax bill or, or anything like that. If, that if, if that's where you're at, the trainings are going to be really helpful. What's, what's, what's going to really take you to the next level and give you clarity is, is doing a strategy session. So we can, we, you and I will sit down 30, 45 minutes and really dig into the numbers and, and you'll be able to walk away with, hey, here's, here's reality. Here's what the numbers are saying. Here's what I'm going to owe in taxes. Here's, what I, you know, here's some things that we can look at, all that good stuff. That way you kind of get a, an idea of, of how big of a priority it is to you. Um, and, and so, so that the strategy session, that's where the magic happens. That's where, that's where we get to sit down, talk together, look at your scenario, look at where you're going two years, five years from now and build a plan. Um, and so, man, I really think, you know, to kind of, to, to wrap things up, um, where I'm coming from and, and, and the place that, that I'm operating in, is is you know I live I live I, I live my dream life I really do now there's there's hard days and there's all that uh, but man and I, I I've got three you know successful businesses I guess you could call them they make money um, 
uh, you know, I've got a, a smoking hot wife. I've got a great family. I've got a great rela spiritual relationship. Uh, you know, we're working on the health thing. I've got all this, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a pilot in like six months. So I like just started my, my flying lessons. So I live this, this really cool life and I'm so grateful for it, you know, but, but starting out, I took, I literally grew up taking showers out of a milk jug. We were so poor. We'd literally fill up, fill up milk jugs full of water and then pour them over our head to, to take showers. And so, so to see, man, to see the power that money and business can have in transforming your life and, and what it's done in my life, I, I'm so abs I'm so indebted to my mentors and to, to, to how I've gotten here that I have no choice but to help other people do the same thing. And so maybe, maybe, maybe you're not, you know, if you're listening to this today, maybe you're not taking showers on milk jugs, but you're struggling in some area. And, and, and so it's out of, out of gratitude for what I have um, that, 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 that I'm here to help. Well, to whom much is given, much is required. And that's, uh, uh, that's being a good steward. And part of being a good steward is getting educated and going to access information uh, where it's available to you. So we appreciate you sharing, man. Appreciate you sharing uh, the message. And for those of you who take action, listen, we encourage you, don't be a beta about this process. Uh, get up off of it and, and go access it. Go access it. So connect with, uh, connect with Chance. Uh, obviously, if you like Knucklehead Podcast, we got, a new we got a new podcast episode coming out every single week, every Tuesday. You can always engage with our, our, our Facebook group, Elite Mindset. You can always engage with us on LinkedIn, uh, Knucklehead Promotions. And, and for those of you who uh, are interested in this type of medium, interested in this type of uh, way of getting your message out there to your, uh, to your audience, you got to understand at least 33% of them, their primary method of engagement is through auditory. You got to understand if you don't access that, if you don't leverage it the right way, what you're doing is you're essentially letting opportunity go to somebody else who is using it. So we encourage you to connect, talk to us a little bit uh, about how we can help you put the put together a, a message that makes sense, not just for your business, but also for your audience. Um, so Chance, we appreciate you taking some time. Um, everybody else, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. <laughs>